All yeah, right. So sure. the other day, my buddy um, Chris, he there's you know some people like just don't eat a Taco Bell. It's, uh, these people are unhealthy. Fucking they weirdos. Like, yeah. 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 And Fucking lamos. So, yeah, they're probably most of them probably depressed and also anyway. So I hate to yeah. be them. <laughs> and yep. so. And so he he doesn't eat um he doesn't eat Taco Bell hardly like ever and every now and then he'll like crack a joke about can't, it right? can't even can't even make anyone can't even make someone click <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and so um and so like he calls me after us hanging out on a Sunday night and uh, so it's Monday night now. Okay, that's the night after Sunday night. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm thinking about clicking. Oh, that's just <laughs> timelessly funny. Literally forever yeah. funny. And so, oh, I'm gonna click. <laughs> and so, <laughs> God damn it. And so, anyway, so Monday night he calls me and he's like, "Guess where I'm at?" And I'm like, and I just like throw up a guess. He's like, "Taco Bell." I'm like, oh fuck yeah. Yeah. And he's like, and I'm like, "All right, here's what you get." Didn't ask me for any recommendations. <laughs> and I'm like, "All right, here's what you're gonna get." So I give him like five things, maybe like four. And then he was like. It's just for me. And I was like, okay, okay. He's like, but I want the rolled chicken tacos. I was like, you want the rolled chicken yeah, tacos. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Once again, raving reviews for those. He of did course, give, uh, of yeah. Of course. They're fucking busting busting. Is he human? Right. And so, and so. Devin's face. I know. <laughs> and so he, face. He's going, he's like, I tell him what to order. He does actually order them, but he's like, okay, one second. But he's a little bit older. He's like, he's like one of my best friends. It's Chris. Yeah, I know. I, oh, I yeah. Know okay, I said his name so he's I'm already, he's he's like 42, 40, 42. He's forty two. Wow, for a white man, he ages well, dude. Seriously, well. Yeah, I, thought, right? I legit thought he was like our age, like thirty, th- at least thirty three, thirty four. Yeah, he's like a, a like a decade older than us. Right? I guess that's what happens mm-hmm. when you don't eat Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah. I guess yeah. I guess that's what it's like when you don't wake actually, up and have high blood pressure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of his secrets is actually he uses sunscreen like every day. Even in like uh, the that's what Nora wow. says. Nora says yeah. sunscreen like for for uh, like fighting combating aging. Yeah, sunscreen's like amazing for that. Yeah, yeah. He said it's like wow. one of the things he's been doing for like ten or fifteen years or something. So wow. Yeah, and so yeah, love. Um, <coughs> follow me, Jordan, for more health tips <laughs> and uh, and uh, vote Jordan. And so anyway, so anyway, and so, so he's, he's like, uh, give me uh, give me one second. And he like I said, he's a little older, so sometimes he fucks up like. Like he doesn't text very well sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes he forgets his. Sometimes he forgets his name, where he is. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so like I, I think that he just doesn't care more than anything. But he's like one second, and I know Chris because he forget he messes up these little things. So he turns. He tur- he's. I'm on his car and he's ordering the food. Yeah. He turns his fucking thing down. He turns the the volume down. No, no, no. He doesn't. I'm sorry. He actually he puts it on mute. That's what he does. He mutes his phone. And I know for a fact he's forgotten to turn his volume down. So he's ordering, and I'm like, can I get a bag of dicks? Like, real loud. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> nice. Then, nice. Yeah, it was fucking funny. The The <laughs> guy that was taking the order literally bust out laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and so because he was laughing and Chris wasn't expecting it, he starts fucking <laughs> laughing. Nice. And there's just, like, dying laughing there for a second. And because... I thought it was funny, even though I couldn't hear either of them. I was also of laughing. <laughs> of course you yeah. were. Of course you were. <laughs> but it was I'm like surprised, the snicker. I'm surprised like, hey, you. I'm surprised him. you weren't laughing the entire time. Because <laughs> we all, uh, we, yeah, we love yeah. A, a good Craven's laugh track, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. So many times I just insert his laugh. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, anyway, I just wanted to share it because it was just fucking funny. And he was like, you should put that on the podcast. I was like, I'm definitely telling that story. Yeah, that's fucking hilarious. Oh, it was yeah. so funny. So like, I got him so good. 
He was like, sorry, that was my 30-year-old friend. <laughs> yeah, and then he just yeah. carried on and and, uh, and then went about the order. But, yeah, uh, it was funny. I, I mean, that that is, like, a, like timelessly funny. Like, you know, messing oh, yeah. around in the drive through line. I don't know about you guys, but when I was growing up, that was, like, a, a, a whole lot of fun. Dude, a place are where you, you kidding could just me? Go, you can go ham, go wild. Uh, in the in the drive-through line. That's so um, fucking funny. I I had the exact opposite. I was like, really? we are we are here to get stuff and go. He's all so right? hungry, is, he couldn't this enjoy it. This is about it. efficiency. All right. Yeah. This um, is there's, no, Nick, there's no time for joking around. In yeah, this in the drive-through. Line. <laughs> no, there are people behind me. There's, there's a mother with uh, her kids behind me. They need to go to soccer. Practice. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna actually step into a different realm and say that's the fattest thing you've ever said to me <laughs> on this. On this all right fair enough i think i I mean that is a fat man's perspective uh to be honest with you i'm like yo i i i want to get home all right i'm trying to eat (laughs) make make jokes on your own time let's keep the (laughs) shit rolling start a podcast somewhere else all right buddy well well, i i bet you the people that work at fast food actually appreciate that more than some stupid asshole wrapping their order. Jokes. <laughs> yeah, yo, exactly. those that shit that. is so cringy. <laughs> Watching someone uh, wrap their order on TikTok or seeing their order, my god! Like, uh, I mean, hats off to anybody who does that because I know, it, in order to really be free, you have to come to grips with your cringe, and once you do that, then you can pretty much do anything. So, hats mm. off to anybody who can do that. It just ain't me. And, mm. and watching somebody do that, like rap their order or sing their order, is my god, like a different level of cringe. You heard it here first. If you can yeah. do this, Nick is going to give you all of his hats, <laughs> all of his hats. Uh, no cap. No cap. Yeah. No cap. <laughs> no cap. That was funny. <laughs> no caps for Nick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No. So I, I I disagree with that. I do think that people these days like have been given too much cringe leeway that it's like okay to do things like that and okay That's to hilarious. lean into, Damn, lean I, I into the I, awkwardness. I think I agree with Devin a little bit. I, 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 I disagree. I think that I think that there should be a limit and there should be first uh, time a for level everything. of integ- and a level of integrity and self respect that you walk away with even if you're making a TikTok reel. So is that so enough self respect to I mean, name I, yourself Subway? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do agree with you because, like, seeing those people, like, do a flash mobs. Great example of things where it's like, all right, guys, let's reel this one in. You we have maybe we have too much freedom if a bunch of people can, like, rehearse a dance. Wait, uh, I kind of like a flash mob. That's pretty cool. But that's, like, extremely cringy. That's, like, cringier than watching someone uh, uh, wrap their order at at a drive-thru. I don't know. The wrap your order at the drive-thru, that one's cringy a bit. But, I, I mean, a flash mob, if people like it. Uh, yeah, people like it, but my God, it is. Boy, is it inconvenient. Have you ever tried to? <laughs> have you ever tried to get to an Orange Julius with a fucking thirty-year-old dude dancing in front of you? I don't know. No, it's I don't. Hard. Yeah. It is pretty hard. Have you ever tried to <laughs> get through the drive-through with a flash mob in the way? <laughs> no. Inefficient. Yeah, inefficient. Yeah. Oh my God, their numbers must be terrible. <laughs> uh, but uh, should we start the show? Let's start the show. Start the show. I like that. The, we should do that like a, Chappelle this shit. Is a, like, this is a, just so everybody knows. This is a cringe-free program. Okay? Yeah, this is um, um, Don't listen to the uh, death of a Taco Bellsman if you don't want cringe. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 
Creepy Gordita Bunch <laughs> podcast, Woo! the official podcast of the Taco Bell Cult Facebook group. During Halloween, I'm your host Nick Ortiz, and with me, as always, my co-host DJ S to the Subway. Subway, <laughs> what's good, what's my up, dude? Pope's up. What's up? They call me Subway, baby. I'm fresh. I'm fit, and I got a foot long coming at you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the gra- I got a foot long, <laughs> and the gravy in this famous bowl. Jordan Craven's credit. Wow, anything to do with the famous bowl. That's that's real love as a as a Honestly, I mean I think both of our favorite items or one at least one of our favorite items on the KFC menu is the famous bowl. It it's, has everything. There's nothing I've eaten more at KFC than the famous bowl. Yeah, if mm. you need nutrition, famous bowl. <laughs> exactly. All right. That has have, have everything you, you need. Have you ever heard uh Pat Oswalt's um, bit about the KFC famous bowls. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm sending it to y'all. We can cut this out. It's fucking hilarious. I'm gonna send it to y'all after the show. For it's sure, cool. okay. it's no, a great d- bit. Definitely. Uh, but um, but yeah. So this week, I mean, we're gonna continue on in the vein of spooky ooky, um, and we're gonna talk about the KFC murders. Yeah. It, yep. It's it's less creepy like that, but more of like. Give me your fucking money. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Type uh, like maybe don't walk down an alleyway uh, late at night type creepy. You know what I mean? Like that that type of creepy. Real creepy, not spooky ghost creepy. Got it. Got it. Kind of like a like a, you know, like a future Batman person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you yeah. want to if you want to become Batman, walk down an alley with your parents. Boom. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Hold on. You forgot. Um, walk down the alley with your your rich parents. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Your poor parents, you can do. You know. Yeah, they're basically Skip dead the anyways. Yeah, yeah they're, ba- <laughs> they're basically <laughs> dead anyways. Oh shit. Um. But uh. But yeah. So we don't really have a whole lot of news. I guess Taco Bell is is trying to do some uh, some chicken nuggets. Did y'all see that shit? No, I didn't see that. No. I saw that the nacho fries were coming back. but yes. Nothing about chicken nuggets. Nacho fries are actually already back. Oh, but, they're already back. Okay, but uh, but yeah. So Taco Bell is testing out some chicken nuggets, and they look delicious. The, my thing is, is it it also kind of looks like the oh, Jordan. I think you have an issue with your uh, is it my mic or is it no? My headphones? No, it's your headphones. <coughs> look, you got a whole ass wires hanging out, no, bro. No, it's kind of actually been like that already, but I can't hear anything now. Yeah, I think it may be Dunzo. Probably need some. Destroy the cord right there. Yeah. Say something. Say something. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. hello. Check, I'm check. not even hearing anything. Okay, like no not. worries. I got headphones. Damn, I fucked that up because I was laughing too hard. Okay. All right, we're good. Thanks, dude. My bad. God, if slavery is a bitch, dude. You know? I could I just laugh, laugh normal. You know why the <laughs> black people have to react that way? It's because of slavery. I don't... When, what? Uh, you didn't know that? No, I didn't. No. Yeah, so like when you're a slave, you can't like... You couldn't like laugh. You couldn't be like seen like having that much fun. Yeah. So if something was mm-hmm. funny, they would run into like laugh into like oh. a barrel or like laugh around the corner of a building. No shit. Bro. Wow. Yeah. It's like slavery's a bitch, dude. Slavery is a bitch. Yeah, it was a bitch. Um, but now I broke my headphones because of slavery. Fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <coughs> Good to know. Um, yeah. But uh, you can leave that in if you want. It's not bad. Not bad info. 
Okay. All right. Cool. That's uh, this is a his. This is a. I didn't know that. I had never heard that before in my life. Um, yeah. Isn't it crazy? That's very interesting. How like yeah. the transatlantic slave trade has influenced so much in the U.S. Yeah, like and the pop stuff we, culture yeah. and shit. It's yeah, fucking insane. And it's like so much stuff we don't even know. Um, that's it. We're doing a transatlantic slave <laughs> yeah, episode. No. This is a <laughs> Taco yeah. Bell and slavery. We're doing a six part. We're <laughs> yeah. doing Taco a six part series on on Taco Bell and slavery. Yeah, we're gonna connect it. <laughs> Maybe by episode six, we may have to extend it to episode seven. Yeah, uh-uh. but um, <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. Uh, so yeah, uh, Bell Nation, please follow us on our social medias. As I was telling you, it's gonna kind of gonna be uh, a little bit of a longer episode, so we don't have a whole lot of news uh, to talk about. So please follow us on social media: um, Instagram, Cheesy Gordita Bunch. Uh, I I was gonna say IG, uh, Facebook Cheesy Gordita <laughs> Bunch. You just look us up and you'll find us. But for today's uh, today's sources for today's uh, topic, I went to True Crime Recap on YouTube. Uh, she did an awesome awesome um, uh, thing of breaking down exactly what had happened and some of the mishaps. Of course, I also uh, read a couple articles from the Longview News Journal, which is the mm. local uh, the local paper. And the KFC killings by Jesse London from the medium. Yeah, they had a lot of really good sources. Um, so, yeah, let's just go ahead and dive into it. Let's dive in. Wow. Now, we're talking about the infamous and kind of still a mystery KFC massacre or mur- murder. It depends on where you go. It's either or. Uh, that happened in Kilgore, Texas in 1983. Now, Kilgore... It's a pretty bumfuck town. It's in East Texas. It's known as the City of Stars because of all of the twinkling little lights on top of the oil rig. So it's a fucking oil town. <laughs> okay. That if you've ever lived in Texas before, that is such a that is such a an image of something that you'll see driving through Texas. Yes. Uh, so yeah, that 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 brings me can totally picture that right in my head. Exactly oh yeah, what and, and about. you know the thing is, is like when you think of an oil town, especially East Texas, I think of desolate. You know, like mm-hmm. just oh yeah, nobody around. It's just people going to work, coming home, shit like that. Big money, yeah. but nowhere to spend it. Oh yeah, yeah, great way to put that. Like Odessa, but definitely. Um, there's not a whole lot of fun facts about Kilgore, Texas. When I was on the wiki, there was like a quick little anecdote of like Matt Damon mentioning Kilgore when he was impersonating Matthew McConaughey. Like that's like their that's like what's <laughs> that's, in their Wikipedia. That's, yeah, that's a pretty like like I mean like if Matthew McConaughey actually mentioned Kilgore, that would be like some claim to fame. But having <laughs> it like another <laughs> another degree of separation where it it's an impression of Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, that's, that's and that's it's on a, the yeah. David Letterman show, which like ended in what like 2016. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. It, oh yeah, he like retired, right? Yeah, he, yeah he's yeah. now doing that shit on on uh, Netflix, which is pretty good. If you haven't seen it, it's pretty good. He does some really good interviews. Always be plugging uh, ABP David Letterman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but it's September of 1983, and the KFC in Kilgore had been fairly busy. Uh, just like today, there were still only three people working that KFC. <laughs> just like today, uh, uh, there was Joey Johnson, who was a twenty-year-old. He was a cook. He was in. Uh, he was at the local like community college. Assistant manager. You got Mary Tyler, who was the actual manager, and then Ob Hughes, uh, thirty-nine, who was like the cashier, along with two other uh, two other people within the restaurant. Uh, I guess some of Joey's frat brothers. 
uh, David Maxwell, who was also 20 at the time, he worked at the KFC. He actually got a job like a week before, okay. and he had like borrowed Joey's uh, Joey's motorcycle. So he and another buddy were there just to drop off the bike. Okay. Mm. Now around 10:30 p.m., Billy Tyler, uh, Mary Tyler's husband, was waiting for you know Mary at home. Uh, he used to work at a KFC. That's actually how they met. And he was like, "Yo, it is taking way too long." For her to get home like some 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 shit is fishy yeah. so uh he goes and he he actually goes to the restaurant uh and he sees that the back door is unlocked oh shit going into the back he notices that the entire restaurant is in disarray there had been clear signs of an altercation utensils flour all scattered everywhere scattered all over the floor there was a big old dent in the side of the wall you know as if you were fighting someone and uh there was a big ass pool of blood behind the counter oh shit yikes yeah and then of course there was a bloody trail leading to the back office oh not, not oh boy not, like marks of someone getting dragged yes Oof. yes yeah just just a kentucky fried crime scene um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's crazy. I mean, the flower, like the flower, stands out to me. Was like, was somebody using flour as a defense weapon? Like that, that pocket flower seems like yeah. <laughs> yeah. throw it in their uh, eyes. Yeah, uh, like oh, like, like sand. Yeah, like yeah. sand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, but I guess, also, I mean, I, the colonel would have been pissed. Oh, of all course. this blood everywhere! My God. Yeah. Uh, now at this point, I don't care. I don't care who killed who. Somebody get a mop and uh, fix this <laughs> up. <laughs> now, uh, Billy, Billy, and his stepdaughter uh, Kim's daughter—excuse uh, me, Mary's daughter Kim—actually showed up to the restaurant as well because she was trying to like get some money from uh, from her mother. Well, both of them seeing the crime scene. Uh, Billy acts fast as, hey, go out to the hospital, you know, make sure nobody like shown up um, because like clearly nobody's here. There's a bunch of blood. So they must have went to the hospital. Well, she goes and nobody had checked in. The, everyone was very confused about what had happened. Uh, so Billy calls the police. Of course, because there's been mm -hmm. been a murder. Yes. Yeah. There mm -hmm. had been something. We're about I to mean, fucking play Clue. All of all of their cars are there. <laughs> all of their cars are in the parking lot. And it looks like just some shit went down inside of the restaurant itself. It was the it was the colonel <laughs> in the kitchen <laughs> with a what's it with called? With flour. With a spork. <laughs> and the, and the lo what's it called the tie the lobo oh, tie? a little no no he had a ribbon tie ribbon yeah, yeah, yeah. and the ribbon tie that's what did it now at this point it was believed that there were only three employees that were abducted until Mary Maxwell the pregnant wife of David Maxwell showed up now she told the police that David had head over had headed over to the KFC that evening to return uh, a motorcycle but hadn't come home now with five people missing. The local police called the Texas Rangers because they were kind of out of their depth. Walker's on the scene. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking Chuck Norris showing up. <laughs> Chuck Norris. <laughs> now, they searched all night for all five of these people, simply believing that they had been abducted. That following morning, about 50 miles outside of the oil field, a worker had come across what he initially believed to be just a big old pile of clothes and trash. When he goes up to it, he notices that they're all fucking bodies and that oh, there's blood everywhere. Shit. Yeah. And that, uh, you know, obviously these five victims had been murdered. They had been executed. Holy shit. That's crazy. 
That's crazy. It, it, and it, that's that is like some I don't know. Wild shit like that only like th- to me like Texas. This is like the kind of wild shit that can only happen in Texas. Fuck, man. Right? Like yeah. um yeah, like um rounding up an entire KFC crew like that's that's fucking crazy. Like how that's bad right. did they mess up his order, dude? It's <laughs> just <Yeah>. fucking hilarious. <laughs> but yeah. no, I mean obviously like these people the crazy part is, is everyone was asking, like, at this point, like, what the fuck is the deal? What happened? What, like, why were these people abducted? Why uh, was this a drug deal gone wrong? One one person even started saying, like, hey, they must have kept a recipe for the devil's meth inside of the lockbox, inside of the safe at the KFC. That was literally one of their rumors that they, they, they legitimately believed. Uh, so the police wow. like went out and they rounded up a lot of drug dealers or asking <laughs> seriously, like they were, <clears throat> they're asking crazy. all like the usual suspects because they just didn't know, like, what would this motive be? Like who the fuck would round up a bunch of people and execute them? Wait, you said usual suspects. So the drug dealers were always sus- suspects. That's what, that's what they said in the police <laughs> report. <laughs> that's so as you see, up. as you see, when we get further into this, a lot of this shit was bumbly. Like, like the, they, they God, were, dude, I feel uh, like again way out of their fucking depth when it came to this. Because this like, is, I feel like those murders in like the eighties, seventies, eighties were like, com- every just because the the police department was completely fumbling it, like <laughs> every time. Did they I, I solve just, a single I, one in in America? Do in they the do 70s, that now? 80s? I mean, come on. Sheesh. I wonder how many people who got investigated and, and interviewed for this, like when, like the first thing that came to my head was when they started talking about, like if some, of a, like we know that you know about the secret recipe, <laughs> the meth <laughs> recipe, but I, f- I feel that people's first impression would be that the police were talking about the, the, the herbs and spices, the classic <laughs> KFC uh, recipe. So just a thought. Now these people, when they were found, they were found um, laying face down. Yeah, and the people that were found were Joey, David, Monty, and Mary. They, now, the way they were laying is face down with their um, their heads resting on their arms as if they were told, like, hey, we'll let you go. You know, just let us uh, count to 100, and, you know, um, by that time, you'll be good to go. Like, that's the, that's the way it, it seemed, at least the crime scene, um, mm. because they were all laying down, and they were shot in the back of the head and the neck, execution style now the fifth victim opie hughes she was actually found a bit away as if she had gotten up and like booked it um she had some self-defense wounds wounds on her arms um though she had been shot like three times oh that's fucking crazy yeah yeah maybe she did try to run oh yeah i mean it so there's a couple so joey if they all had run though there so so there are actually uh three people there and they found three different um, Wait, types gonna, of bullets. Oh, you're going to tell us in later on? Uh, a little bit, a little bit. Okay, but they, right. I don't actually mention this, but they they uh, they had three different, they traced three different types of bullets there. What the and fuck? The thing is, is one of the, two of the bullets could have been used from the same gun. Uh, because mm. there are certain guns, like I used to own a 40 cal, Smith & Wesson's 40 cal, you and I could shoot a 45 with it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, so. The they, family order gone wrong. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. Family the order. family order. <laughs> wrong bucket. Um, but one of the prevailing theories was that the gunman or the, the gunman or the gunmen forced the victims onto the ground, probably saying that they'd let them go if they listen. 
And then the first person was executed. Opie books it. And then uh, another theory is that she was just singled out, sexually assaulted, and fought back, causing those self-defense wounds. Which it seems like maybe a little more likely because mm-hmm. uh, she was actually found with her uniform on, but she didn't have any underwear on. Uh, yeah. uh, now, damn, that's fucked up, dude. a lot like Opie, initially investigators believed Joey had fought back. Uh, he was found uh, with the other four, but he had been shot multiple times. Uh, he had been shot like in the stomach, in the neck, and then in the head as if he was like running away. Um, but the thing is, is they didn't really find a whole lot of physical evidence with this. The only piece of evidence that they had found was in Joey Johnson's waistband, which is something that they had found in the autopsy. Uh, and it was a broken fingernail. Oof. Yeah. And this, again, Nuts. was under his waistband. And this was to believe to be like a really vital clue because this <clears throat> if it was a torn fingernail, this could be, you know, one of the attackers, one of the one yeah. of the, the murderers uh, fingernails. Now, at this point, the Texas Rangers handed the police, the local police, back their investigation. But this podunk-ass town had no budget for this. Oh, fuck. Yeah, and and this isn't the only clusterfuck. Because there were three different counties that were involved with this investigation. Oof. Yeah, so you had uh, Rusk County, uh, which took the murders. uh, Because, again, it was 15 miles away, so it was in a completely different jurisdiction. Greg County and the Kilgore Sheriff's Department um, uh, took the KFC robbery and kidnapping itself. Different charges, basically, right? Basically. Okay, okay. Basically. Now, while Smith County helped because they, they, had, a, uh, uh, they had a lot more money. Uh, Smith County is where, like, mm. Tyler... Tyler is it's the know. white, the white brother in the family. Mm. Basically, basically. Yeah. So they were like, yeah. hey, we have the resources. We'll provide you with a little funding so you can get this investigation. Is, going. It, uh, is that the uh, John Smith County there? Is that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but um, like any other small town, uh, again, those rumors started uh, to brew. And uh, the local PD, they did the best that they could um, at that point in time. I mean, this is before the militarization, the, the mass militarization of police. So their budget just wasn't the same as, say, as like Tyler, Longview, anything like that. They hadn't gotten paid by Reagan yet. <laughs> exactly. Got exactly. They're, they're, they're pretty close, though. They're pretty close. Um, they were waiting. It was uh, the way my check-ins and savings. It's coming. He said it was coming. <laughs> Give me a little more time. Yeah, my FAFSA, you know. <laughs> That's hilarious, bro. Now, they were able to bring out some dogs and did some interviews, and uh, several key things were missing from the investigation. Now, first off, the crime scene had not been secure for up to a day after the bodies were fi- found. Bro. Crazy, right? It's insane. What is that? I mean, what is that? So were like people like walking into KFC like looky over lose, the bro. pile? <clears throat> Fucking hey, looking hey, loose. Hey, anybody here? Hey, where can I where can I get a so where can I get a uh, famous ball? <laughs> you know the thing is, it is true crime is it, it has always been like super like people were always interested in true crime, so people wanted to take pictures. People wanted um. like little trinkets and keepsakes from the KFC because hey, I this is where the fucking massacre happened. Isn't it, isn't that fucking nuts though that people were doing that? Dude, yeah. There's no way I would want to be anywhere fucking yeah. near that place. Ch- there was give a- me the heebie-jeebies. Ch- Dude, Ch- check out this uh, Pepsi cup I stole from a crime scene. Like, yeah. <laughs> totally you crazy. see that blood people splatter? Do, <laughs> people people do do that shit. Yeah, it, it, it's pretty crazy. But Devin um, said doo doo. Not only not only was the KFC not secure, but nor was the uh, the crime scene at the oil fields. 
And then the crime scene photographer, like the photos from the, the crime scene weren't sent out for development and were eventually lost. This is embarrassing. They had, they had 10 cans. They had 10 cans of photos and only one was found. Only one can had survived. That and sounds like a conspiracy. That's crazy. That is, who's that this? Uh, what, who's shit. this? The, the Illuminati's uh, afoot. Is this the, the fucking chicken. Popeyes Big Police chicken. Department? <laughs> <laughs> the Popeye PPD. <laughs> Yo. Now. PPD. Uh, oh my god, that's fucking funny. <laughs> during the interviews conducted by the local police department, one witness said that around 9 p.m., her and her boyfriend had a hankering for you know KFC, so they went to the restaurant. And they saw that a white white van had been parked in the back. And it was noticeable because it wasn't parked in a parking spot. This just goes to show if you're an asshole and if you park bad, people are going to notice. That you're a murderer. It's going to stick with them. <laughs> you know, That's I, true. Yeah, because especially if it's a big old white utility van. Come on, dude. Yeah, Let's be dude, a little that's more discreet. 100%. 100%. I'm never parking that way. I don't want to be confused as a murderer, for sure. I mean, with your blue beamer, I, mean, you'll, I, think, I, I think you'll be fine, bro. Um, now, when they I left, didn't think you would say that. I didn't even think it. <laughs> when they left about 15 minutes before closing, the white van was still there. Mm. Yeah. Now... Multiple witnesses had come forward and confirmed that they had seen a white van at the KFC. I mean, there was one instance where uh, a person said it was like uh, 10, it was like uh, 10, 15, and the white van was parked in the back, like directly like by the back door. Another person said that they had saw the white van parked uh, facing backwards, facing the wrong way in the drive through What the fuck? Wow. Crazy. So white vans, even all the way back in 1983, were still the choice. You, you mean choice especially of, in 1983? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the choice of still the choice of a generation of serial killers and fucking assholes. So oh fuck! Very yeah. interesting. Yeah. It's you think they would be like you know what? That's that's obviously a dead giveaway. Yo, <laughs> dude. So there was a white van parked uh, in my in my parking like in the in the uh, apartment parking lot, and I was like. Why does all these like it has like weird ass stickers in the back and I'm just like, you motherfucker! Like I, you're up to something, dude. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. I would put some cameras. So up here's right a now. picture of his license plate. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, a, a another witness had come forward saying that she heard Mary Tyler's daughter on the phone with Mary that evening saying that they had two thousand dollars in the till. And that it needed to be taken to the bank. Oh, robbery suspicions. Yeah. Now. Apparently, mm. there was a line uh, in the KFC until it closed at 10 p.m. Um, and the Man, witnesses must have had a really good week. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Two bands in 1984. No, for real. <laughs> and then the witness uh, actually claimed that she had seen a man like eavesdropping in the conversation. And she gave the description of Romero Pinkerton. Like down to a mm. T. No, no. Mm. Romeo. Oh, Romeo. See, I've been Sorry. saying Romero this entire time. Thank you. Romeo Pinkerton. Um, the police question him and his cousin, Darnell Hartsfield. Now, they were both serial burglars. Like, they were people of suspicion before, uh, like, the description was given of them. Like, the police had uh, three of three people who they were suspicious of. This was Darnell Hartsfield, Romeo Pinkerton, and uh, Elton something another, Elton something another. Um, so they go and they question these guys, and I mean, they, apparently they have strong alibis. 
Where were we, where were we last, Jordan? Yeah, I just, <clears throat> I just want to go back because you said. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was. Uh, no, that wasn't me. I was robbing the Burger King. <laughs> yeah, Friday, that was Burger. Saturday, it was Burger King night. <laughs> it says she gave the investigators a description of Romeo Pinkerton. That to me, there's a lot of room for error in that. Oh, for sure. Like, and I know that you know that. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like in those cases and shit, like, Romeo Pinkerton is innocent. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he had been, both of them had been to prison several times. Like, he actually went to prison in 1980 for burglary. He was really, he was paroled uh, just after seven months. Uh, and then less than nine months later, he was back in pres- prison, sentenced for five years, also for burglary. Mm. Clinton yeah. hadn't Clinton hadn't shown no, up. No, no, there was no yeah. three strikes in this bitch. Yeah, no, no uh, uh, minimum and, minimum uh, sentence or minimum. And uh, he actually told the police that he was in prison at that point in time, and the police were like, "All right, sounds good. We'll, <laughs> we'll take your word for it, dude. <laughs> Check these, out. These fucking officers are." Terrible, dude. Oh yeah. Who, oh, who, yeah. who took on this case? The fucking super troopers? Like I don't understand. <laughs> Just smoking <laughs> weed. And I don't fucking understand. Kilgore's finest. Uh. Oh, dude, I would not. If I was a police officer that was anywhere fucking near this, I would not want anyone from tw- in 2023 retelling this oh, story. Oh God, no. Yeah, like the, it, this shit is in shambles, like you said. I mean, I mean, I listen to a lot disaster. of true crime. And I think Devin uh, Subway also listens to a lot of true crime, and half of <laughs> half of uh, the story is the police fucking up. Really, is the police not doing their job, God. not being diligent? Uh, yeah, oh yeah. But um, it, it's either hard or they're dumb. But I, I don't think it's just they're dumb. I don't want to say that. I think it's both. I think it's. I think <laughs> it is hard. I do think, yeah, it, it's, especially, it's like, especially, impossible sometimes, especially right? 1983, where you don't have DNA, where yeah. you don't have all of these systems that we have in place now. Now, I'm sure it's relatively easy. They don't I mean, have we, cell phones. We live in a we. There's a bunch of cameras everywhere. You know what I mean? Like we live in a relatively like police state somewhat. Yeah, definitely. Devin, um, what was it like? A, it's also <laughs> just like the retelling of of a lot of these things. Like when you hear these things retold, you're just like, are like, how did that happen? Like I'm still jammed up on the whole like the, the 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 photographs of the crime scene were lost yes like what does that mean like they fell between <laughs> the cushions of a car yeah. like how do you lose like how does that happen like yeah. you just left them you and left the them is, on the counter like it's like the negatives. The souvenirs. It's, it's the souvenirs it's the negatives <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean not just like the pho- photo like the photographs yeah it's the actual like negatives of this shit oh negative yeah. photo negative mm-hmm. photos got mm-hmm. it got it that that showed like could show more yeah now the next suspect was the son of a of a known criminal as well and statesman. That means he was a state rep, James Mankin Jr. Now Mankin was a local roustabout. You know he was overheard threatening people. Uh, he even took credit for the killings. And one what? witness saw that. Yeah, yeah, I know. And one witness saw a man in the white van uh, with a long beard and long hair. And this pretty much matched fucking mankin to a t now when the police go and they try to like ask him questions about this shit hearing that he's like trying to take credit he folds instantly like my god what a pussy oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) 
No, for sure. I think we all know these guys, these guys who live in their same town and they just kind of like want to take credit for something. I mean, oh, granted, yeah. this is a horrible that thing to take credit for. Oh, that was me. Oh, yeah. uh, local murder? Yeah, that was me. Me, that yeah. was me. Yeah. Uh, any uh, any uh, ladies want to see a local murderer? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but... Uh, but, uh, yeah, so they're asking him these questions, and not only is he, like, super fidgety, they notice that he has a torn nail on his right hand. Oh. Yeah, uh-oh. yeah. So the police were like, all right, motherfucker, let's see that hand. And they make a mold of his hand. Like, they legit make a mold of his fucking hand, and they put their fingernail to it, and they are so sure, so sure that he is the prime suspect of this. So they arrest him under these circumstantial evidence. Holy shit. Now, he sits in jail for a few months, and a trial date is set, but the prosecutor doesn't believe they have uh, enough evidence to convict him on all five of these murders. You know, because remember, when it's a trial, all they need is one person. They just need one person who doesn't think that this person is guilty, and boom, you know, like he's off the hook. Yeah. So they decide to release him. Yeah, um, and from there, the investigation just loses steam. So 1995 rolls around, and they reopen the case with the goal of putting James Mankin Jr. away. And by April of 1995, they're successful. They indict this motherfucker. They indict him on five counts of capital murder. Holy shit. Now, this is in Texas, dude. It's fucking death penalty time. Fuck yeah, it is. All right, all right, let's keep going. Now... They they mainly convict him <laughs> on the ridges, on the ridges from his fingernail. Uh, that's why they, they feel confident in convicting him. Um, but they do a DNA test. <laughs> yeah, they do a DNA test, and it turns out that that fingernail actually belonged to Mary Tyler. They didn't see. Uh, that was one of the victims, right? That was one so of the victims. They didn't see like, oh, there's a fingernail. They didn't look at her fucking hands <laughs> that were already there and like compare it. I don't understand. They probably Wait. took pictures. <laughs> they probably uh, took pictures. This, uh, this murderer isn't wearing any nail polish. <laughs> uh, uh-oh. He just said that he's the murderer. <laughs> this is what's crazy is like. Like what the fuck? You guys said like I'm still like the guy said he did it. So like no wonder it's like God yeah. just don't say that and save yourself a lot of heartache. Save Seriously. yourself the headache of going of potentially going to jail and nah. don't brag about being a murderer. Yeah, a terrible idea. Oh, it was fucking horrible. And uh, I mean, he sat in jail for seven months because That's of a this. Long time, dude. That's a really fucking long time. Yeah. Seven months sitting in jail as an innocent person. Because he was a fucking idiot and started saying that he was trying to take credit for this. But um, but yeah, so basically after that, the it kind of goes cold uh, for another five years. Um, so in 2000, a former FBI agent, an investigator, reopens the case. Now, he didn't have much evidence to go through, but he does Clearly. go through the evidence. Yeah. <laughs> and they actually find napkins with blood on them. Okay. And this is okay. one of the first big breaks. You know, this could be the murderer's blood. This could be the victim's blood. Yeah. I, from what it sounds like, they didn't really, they didn't collect any of the blood. You know what I mean? For like maybe future sampling or anything. So I dumb. Don't, I don't know. But in 1985, excuse me, 1983, investigators believe that this blood was the blood of the victims. After testing it in 2000, they discovered that the blood belonged to Darnell Hartsfield and Romeo Pinkerton. Oh, shit. Oh. 
my Did not yep. see that coming. Really? No. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> Holy shit. Now, at this time, they were both serving time for burglary. Dog. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Yes. Crazy thing. Devin was joking, but this man literally, like, two days after they had committed that robbery, fucking went and robbed another place and got caught, and he got 25 years. Holy so he was sit- both of these people were sitting in jail, sitting in prison by the time that they were like, quote unquote, caught for for these murders. Well, I guess uh, I guess I ate my words on that bad description thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, when <laughs> they <laughs> asked them about the murders, uh, they both mentioned that they weren't there. They were pretty adamant, like, hey, we were not at that KFC. Now, if you remember, he told the police that he was still in prison by the time that these happened. And apparently, the police just took his fucking word for it. That's oh, my so God. An unbelievable, yeah. like, Classic. response yes. to, oh, um, okay, yeah. Well, you, 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 oh, sounds about you, right. You didn't do it? You know, oh, well, all right. I guess, yeah, he's saying do it. He's saying do it. Uh, you know what? These uh, serial burglars, they seem, uh, they seem on the level. Yeah. <laughs> they seem trustworthy. He's good guys now. Yeah, it turns out that he had been released from jail from prison. I mean, the guy, the other guy, already said he did it. So, I mean, come on, <laughs> why would you lie about that? It, it turns <laughs> out that he had been uh, Romeo Pinkerton had been out of prison two days before the event. So, two days before they had robbed and murdered these people, he just got released. Wow. Yeah. Wow. God, that's so fast. Yeah. I mean, that's literally so fast. Like crazy. Oh, I'm free. Let's go do some scheming. Yeah, I'm yeah. free. Um, I guess I could kill someone, you know, now that I'm free. So that's the thing. So the question is why? Yeah, yeah, uh, why? I think that makes why sense. Why looms over all of this? Because they were burglars. They didn't, if you look at their rap sheet, they did not kidnap people. They did not have, um, from what I saw, they didn't have like assault charges. It was like burglary. It was what, what was their fucking shtick. So why kidnap and why execute these people? They took their money. They took their wallets. They took their jewelry. They had everything that they needed. Why do it? Well, there was a third person yet to be identified. Maybe, right? Or is it for sure a third person? Well, they think there's a third person. The way they found out that there was a third person was in 2003. Okay. Now, looking through the evidence, again, they had the FBI investigator oh, you were there. were just about to literally say that. They found Sorry. that Mary Tyler had been, again, in her uniform, but she had been missing her underwear. They tested the underwear, the crotch of the underwear, and they determined that she had, in fact, been raped and that she had semen in her underwear. That semen didn't wow. match either Darnell or Romeo Pinkerton. Wow. Yeah, and uh, they they didn't it didn't match the suspects. It didn't match the husband. So this led investigators to confirm that there was in fact a third person. Now, when they ran through the DNA database, it didn't come up to a single offender in Texas. Like not at all. Actually, not across the across the nation, it hasn't come up to a single person. So this means this person has been pretty clean ever since. And all they've been able to determine that it was someone of African American descent. Oh. That is because so, so I got take seri- the DNA and like tell by the genetics. Yeah, interesting. I, I actually have a serious question. It might not sound like a serious question, but it's a serious question. <laughs> like, how do you Let's get? In, how do you get into the semen database? Like, do you? <laughs> like, how, how do you? How, how do you? No, seriously. Like, 
It's not hey, a semen database. It's, it's DNA a DNA database. database. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, okay. No, <laughs> Devin, no, bro. This is this Devin's been up to something. Subway, okay. Subway, so, creating his uh, own fucking cream. How do <laughs> how do I get that? He's like, I'm I'm really thirsty. I just really yeah. need to find the semen do, database. Do they need yeah. sommeliers? <laughs> Oh, I got a couple clicks. I got a couple clicks ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, okay, so 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 that makes sense. Okay, so they're not so they're not comparing it to uh, to semen. I just had this idea of like, hey, we found the semen on the scene, and we need to compare it to yours. So <laughs> we we need everybody in this room to jack off in a cup. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's kind of what I thought. But anyway, uh, well, we don't, do keep, <laughs> we don't we don't need to keep this. Oh, in, that's right? staying. Are oh, you kidding one, me? Right? That's one thousand percent staying. staying in, yeah. Right? yeah, this part where you're asking for it to come off is also staying. Probably, in. yeah, definitely. <laughs> now you're gonna do that. You're gonna do that to little old subway. <laughs> <laughs> there's, lots um, of, there's lots of semen in the subway that's yeah. for sure yeah mm. well uh darnell hartsfield was convicted on perjury for lying to the police and saying he wasn't in the kfc when he so clearly was um that on top of the other felonies got him a fucking life sentence so I mean, this was before yeah. he was yeah. convicted for the murders he already had a life sentence on top of him for all of the shit that he had done now romeo uh so the police, they actually had a, a snitch in his cell, and he talked about the, the killings, saying that there was a third man. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. God, now, this is actually getting better and better. Now, the prosecutors, <laughs> the prosecutors hadn't let that known to the public, so they knew that only the killers would know that there was a third person. This led to the conviction of both uh, fucking Romeo and Darnell. Both of them got five life sentences, and they maintained their innocence. They said that they weren't the killers. They said that they, like, basically rob it, but they weren't the killers. Do you believe them? I mean, Bell Nation, that's going to be up to you. That's going to be up to you. Yeah, I mean, you know, I can't. It's hard to say, like, it. The shit, the thing is, is, like, this shit always escalates. It always escalates. Serial killers always start off doing petty shit, doing little shit. Not saying that these dudes are serial killers or anything like that, but, I mean, more than likely they took part in these... Well, obviously they took part in these fucking killings. You know, um, so, I, I mean, I don't think it matters that these people were the murderers or not. Like, I think it's, like, fucking good. I'm happy these people are off the fucking streets. Yeah, I mean, at least um, you know, now that we have law and order, right? <laughs> Everything, <laughs> everything's good now. No, yeah, thank um, God. I, I, I mean, I, I feel kind of the opposite, honestly. I, I, I think yeah, that this is Yeah, let's let them out. We should bring them. Let's, let's let them out, Devin. Set them free. No, yeah, no, don't no. You need, don't don't, no, you, need, don't you need like a babysitter or something, Devin? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, what I was going to say is that I feel like if you were spending your entire life in prison, if you knew that you were going to be in prison for your entire life, I feel like that's a, a incentive enough to to say fuck it and own it. And so I don't know. Yeah, My person, I mean, you're going to spend the time you get you get the guiltiness away. I mean, right? Romeo did plead guilty. He first he pled not guilty, and he ultimately ended up pleading guilty because he didn't want to get the death penalty. Yeah. Yeah, so he ended up, the, both of them ended up getting five life sentences because they didn't because they they didn't want to die at the state's hands, which I guess is understandable. 
Yeah. But uh, actually, January of this year, Darnell Hartsfield died at the age of 61 from a fucking massive stroke, apparently. It's probably from not Damn. telling the truth. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe. Or all that KFC. Yeah, yeah uh, I was going to say that. And, and the police are still apparently looking for the third person, but mm. I think that dude's in the wind. 61. Mm. Yeah. Feels I like just imagine it like what, like, like, I, for some reason, I just can't shake the idea that it was Ronald McDonald. <laughs> it was Ronald McDonald. Uh, I don't know why. Just seems like, but what a crazy story. What a crazy what, Seriously, up, what a fucking crazy story. Like, it is a crazy story, man. I mean, I think it's, um, I think it kind of speaks to, um, um, the shittiness of people, like the raw shittiness of people, like to, uh, to, to go and um, like kidnap a bunch of people while they're at work and then simply kill them, I guess, just to kill them. Uh, it's really fucked up, man. Yeah. No, it's awful. Yeah, I mean, I get um, stealing, you know, like stealing food, stealing money. Fuck it. Whatever. Um, but taking stealing someone's life, dude. Like, God damn. That's wow. some harsh shit. Yeah. yeah, especially like I feel bad because I feel like this is the kind of like true crime story that probably like I've never I feel like I'm pretty I know I've heard a lot of these stories right especially ones where that involve multiple murders like there's a um I feel like the fact that this takes place in KFC really doesn't do any any favors right I feel like the whole <laughs> idea of it happening in KFC adds like a level like kind of unfortunately of like I, I don't know like I, I like I don't know is, Sorry, is it like like unease because I'll tell you that's kind of like yeah that's like America though right like the amount of like uh, shootings that happen like while you're at like church or at the movies or at the mall you know what I mean like the I think the 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 level of unease is always gonna be there it's just like also like you with all the money that you give to the police you'd expect them to be at least a little competent. You know, you'd expect them to at least do a little due diligence when it comes to, like, seeing if a dude was actually in prison at that point in time or just simply making sure that you have your photos of the crime scene or that you just put some tape around the crime scene to make sure yeah. no fucking dog walks through it. You yeah. know what I mean? Maybe like, you could, like, give a little bit of a shit. You yeah, know? a little bit, you yeah. know? Like, I, I get it. It's a small town, Texas. This shit doesn't happen all the time. But, uh, I mean, violence happens in fucking Kilgore. You know, like it's gonna happen everywhere. It's you just you called kill gore. There's oh, two. Fuck! <laughs> I didn't even realize that. That is like literally the end of the episode, and gore. we're just coming to this fucking realization. Yeah, I feel like there was. We could have used that a lot in this. Yeah, mini jokes. Yeah. All right, we're gonna re-record. <laughs> yeah. You know what this really does for me is it. Uh, it actually does seriously make you think about how you might, how people respond to intense situations because. I'd like to think that if if you were in a place of business with with four other people, right? You were with four other people that somebody would have had like the I'd like to think that if I was in that situation, I would be the one to like, you know, like bum rush one of the uh, you know, one of the one of the people tackle them, put them out. You know what I mean? Um, I don't see it happening. <laughs> no, no, no. That's my, that's what. No, that's that's my I'm point. I'm not laughing right? that you said. It. I'm laughing that, at Nick's reaction to you saying no, that. Same though. Honestly, same. No, I mean, that that's what I'm saying. Though, I think like, I actually I, think I, about I, that often. I, I I'm I, I'm actually a 
I am I am a certified takedown machine. Like I wrestled in college. Like I'm good at it. Like, I believe I can that. Do it. I believe that. I've seen you jump in action. Yeah. yeah, I like. I genuinely think about it. But like the, the like it's crazy. Like the that's like a like for some people that's like the masculine fantasy. And like that's just not a fantasy I have. You know, no. I know that like if me and Nora were in a movie theater and Nora's shit went gonna down, jump at it and tackle I'm them. I'm gonna cover Nora. Nora's I'm gonna oh. die. You know what I mean? Oh, like oh, okay. and and like it sucks that this is like the the reality of living in the U.S. That yeah. that that you can be gunned down because you want to go watch Avengers Endgame. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that shit. No, no, that, that that's exactly what I'm saying. Is like I think that that you want to have that feeling that you do that or you'd be that person. But actually, when that shit goes down and these situations arise, I think people, I think it's easier said than done. And I Absolutely. think this is a testament to like to how that happens. Yep. Where you know, and some of these sounded like they were young younger you know these weren't older folks these were people who who probably like felt like they might have been able to defend themselves but in this certain situation it it you know just makes you think it's pretty scary yo yeah definitely i think fight or flight is like a real thing and freeze that's yeah i was the, gonna say I, I think one, a yeah. lot of it is freeze though you know oh, yeah. like, I, I i i freeze sometimes you know like i'll be at the pool and my neighbors will start fighting i just freeze <laughs> what the fuck? Does that really happen? Yeah, I don't. I don't get involved. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Bell Nation, if you enjoyed this episode, um, I mean, you're gonna have to wait another year because we're not gonna do another true crime episode this month. No. 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 I mean, next month is fucking Thanksgiving. Woo! I'm excited for that. You know, we're gonna talk about the giving season. That's right, right, baby. We're gonna talk. Uh, you know, I'm gonna. And I'm, we're gonna be giving it to you. I'm gonna like look twice up next and month. See, see what's up with. Uh, See what's up with KFC and like Thanksgiving, right? They got to do some shit. Yeah, right? oh, of course. I mean, the chicken's almost a turkey, right? Almost, yeah, yeah. almost. So um, but Bell Nation, it's poultry. It is poultry. Uh, it's uh, thank you for listening. Thank yeah. you for listening to us. Thank you for uh, supporting us. Thank you for sharing us. Thank you for following us. Um, and if you can follow me, uh, <laughs> I'm actually going to be doing some like short form improv with uh, Jacob Cordis and. T.W. Warren, Janie V. Yeah. Um, so follow them around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's called And Tonight's Guest Is. Uh, so, yeah. Check us out uh, in That Austin. sounds funny. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm so excited. is that what you're going to invite me to, but then stop talking to me about it completely? Yeah, because you said something, and I was like, oh, Jacob. I mean, uh, Jordan, this is like a yes or no question. I said yes, but it depends on the commitment. Exactly. That's a fair question. I guess. But uh, well, follow me. What do you me. need from me? I don't even know what you need from me. That's it. I'm <laughs> fucking uh, done. I quit. <laughs> All right, um, just follow me. That's it. Bye. <laughs> Subway. Nick hates me, so I have nothing boy, to say. It's your boy, S to the Ubway, saying goodnight. Um, follow me. Follow my band, the Tall Boys. Follow, uh, follow the show. And, um, you know, KFC next month. Ooh, <laughs> that's a nice one. That's a nice one. All right, stay Baja Blast. Holla. This show is made possible thanks to listeners like you. For more great Cheesy Gordita Network content, follow us on social media or go to CheesyGorditaNetwork.com to stay up to date. Thank you for your support and stay Baja blessed. <laughs>